Okay, today's daf is Yivamis daf Chaf Gimel, and we will talk about a very Yisodistic concept uh, based on a line on Chaf Gimel Amid Aleph towards the bottom. So the Gemara here discusses the sugya of Eved va'akam ababas Yisrael havlat kasher havlat mamzer. That's what we discussed actually a couple of days ago. It came up at the end of the first parak on daf Tezayin Mebeis as well. Uh, but the Gemara here, in this context, discussing, if you remember, the Mishnah discussed, if you have a brother, uh, any type of brother, even a mamzer, if a person has a son, any type of son, even a mamzer, that still creates the Zika of Yibam, that still potters, uh, and is considered a child. But the, the Mishnah said the only one that's excluded, that doesn't count, is a non-Jewish brother. Somebody has a paternal brother, but uh, the mother of the brother is not Jewish, then that brother does not pater for, um, does not create a zika uh, because he's not Jewish, right? Or if it's, if it's a child, the Gemara learns out from a Pasuk that uh, Jewishness in Judaism goes by the mother, right? That's what Rabbi Yishuvim Bayochai says right here. Amar bin If he uh, takes your son uh, from in front of me, uh, says Hashem, Bincha mi Yisraelis kari Bincha. If he take your son, um, you know, as long as it's your daughter and it's a non-Jewish father, that is considered your son and your son-in-law. Not really son-in-law, but the the, the non-Jewish man is going to take your son away from me. Meaning, meaning Hashem. But your son that comes from a non-Jewish mother uh, would be considered her son and not your son. So says the Gemara, Amar Avina, Shmamina must be Ben Bidcha, Bamanov, Gachavim, Kari Bincha, as long as it's uh, from your daughter, considered Jewish. Says the Gemara, shall we go one step further? And not only is the child Jewish with a non Jewish father and a Jewish mother, but the child is called Kasher. There's nothing tainted about his status. Lema Kasava Ravina, shall we say? Should we say that Vlad is Kasher? That's the Girsa here, right? Tosfos and of course another Girsa uh, and, and Rashi about Vlad Mamzer. But shall we say that Vlad is Kasher, right? Not just Jewish. So the Gemara says, no, I never said that. Nihi de Mamzer lohave, Kasher nami lohave. You're right. The child's not a Mamzer. We paskin that a goy. The child is not a mamzer, but the child is not a perfect lineage child. Yisrael Pasel Mikri. He's called the Yisrael Pasel, somewhere in the middle. Meaning, there's technically no uh, problem maker did to marry, but there's somewhat tainted lineage. lineage. Good. So now the Gemara says, getting up to Arsukya. This whole discussion, this whole Pasik of the son uh, taking away, uh, um, seducing away your child as long as it's from the daughter. So, that whole Pasuk is by the seven nations, right? And maybe Davka there, um, there's, there's um, you know, there are, there's special uh, halachas, right? Maybe there, there are special halachas. And you shouldn't compare this to other nations. So the Gemara says, The Gemara says, well, this, what's, why should this far make a difference? The concept of the Pasuk is he will turn away your son doesn't only apply to the seven nations, should apply to all the nations. Because all the nations are going to, are going to pull him away from um, being an Eved Hashem. So the Gemara says, what do you mean, you're, tell, you're trying to come up with a Svara? I understand that expansion based on Rabbi Shimon who darshins time at Dekra. What is that? So Rashi quotes, this is the Gemara Mesechaz Bava Metziah, which we'll see soon in Kuftes Vav, Machlokas Rabbi Shimon Rabbi Yehuda, whether we darshan reasons for mitzvos and therefore create uh, the contours for the mitzvah itself. Not just that looking for Tamiya mitzvahs in general. It's always good to look for Tamiya mitzvahs. 
But do we use those reasons for the mitzvahs to have halachalamaisa ramifications? So if you, you're, you're dashina time at the car like Rabbi Shimon, so then I understand that you can include other nations. Even though the pasuk is only by seven, the svara and the reason applies to all the nations. El the rabbanan minalu. But what about according to the rabbanan? How would you know? So the Gemara says, we're talking about Rabbi Shimon Shita. Mantana, the following literature, Rabbi Yisrael Yehuda, who is one that argues under Rabbi Yisrael Yehuda, Rabbi Shimini, and therefore it all works out. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about this uh, sugya of Tamiya Mitzvot, Darshin and Tamiya Tukra, and we'll see that not every um, reason for a mitzvah is a reason for a mitzvah, but maybe it's something more fundamental. So we know, uh, we had last week Parshas Parah, but we know that there is a concept of Chukim and Mishpatim, in uh, in our world, Rashi quotes the beginning of Parshas Para, meaning the beginning of Parshas Chukas. Zos Chukas Atora, Fisha Satan Vilmosa Olam, Monin Es Yisrael. Since the Satan of the other nations of the world make fun of the Jews, Lomar Ma Hamitzvah Hazos Uma Tam Yishba. What is this mitzvah? What's the reason for it? Laficha Kasev Bechuka. That's why I say Chok a law. It is a decree. Don't be mahara. Don't try to figure it out. That's a concept of a chok. But we know that there is a concept of studying reasons for mitzvahs also. And even the Rambam, the ultimate rationalist, he himself says it's important to study the reasons for mitzvahs. The Rambam says, and to study the definitions of the mitzvahs. Roy says the Rambam at the end of Hilchah's Me'ilah. It's appropriate for a person to try to delve into the laws of the Torah and to know them as much as possible. Right? We have to try. Now, sometimes there are sugis that we're doing. Maybe it's in Dafyomi. Maybe it's in like, okay, I didn't get it totally. But you know what? It's okay. I'll get it the next time around. Now, if we can, if we have to keep going because of the daf, okay. But if we can, work a little harder and, and get to the the uh, depth of the Indian that the Ramam says. Valeda sof in yonim kifi kocho. Vidavar shalo yim salo tam, velo yada lo ela. And if somebody uh, delves into it and doesn't find a reason, al yehe kalbe enough. That shouldn't make it lighter in my eyes. Velo yaros la, yaharos la alos el hashem pen Quoting a passage by Harsinai. Don't go on the, don't trespass on the mountain without focusing on and appreciating with the mountain. Meaning, uh, trespassing in my mind, right? I don't think this mitzvah is anything special. I don't understand this. I'll violate it and trespass it. Says the Rabbim, no. Velote machshavaso bo, kemachshavaso, bashar devrechol. We have to make sure we don't look at mitzvahs as the way that we look at other secular concepts. Bo I'll give you an example. Kamech Torah b'Meilah. Right, that's why this is at the end of Meilah, the end of Sefer Avoda. If wood and rocks and dirt and ashes. Once I declared with just a verbal um, declaration, a verbal declaration makes this wood sanctified, makes this dirt. Niskachu, and if I then violate and, and misuse these, then I violate a terrible Avera, Mi'ila, and that's just by using my words. So imagine something that God said has holy. 
If just with a verbal declaration I can imbue this with Kedusha, so imagine something that Hashem imbued with Kedusha, that Hashem said, this is something that you should do. And don't uh, attribute things to God that are not true. So one has to be very careful regarding that. So we have a concept of studying reasons. If we don't get to the to the bottom of it, so it doesn't mean that we shouldn't take it seriously, but that is, a, we can never grasp the entire idea. That's true. But, as the Gemara here quoted, there is a concept of Darshina time and Tukur in the Gemara. The Gemara has a machlokas in Baba Metziah on Dav Kuftezvav about returning a security of an almana, of a widow. So the Gemara has the machlokas. The Mishnah just quotes one opinion. The Mishnah says that it doesn't matter if the widow is rich or poor, I can't take that security from her. Even if she's a rich widow. Even if she's a rich widow. You might say it only applies to a, a poor widow. But even a rich widow. And the Gemara then quotes the machlokas about it. The Gemara quotes the Tanakama. Almana. says you can't take that mashka and you can't take that security from her. And Rabbi Shimon says, no, no, no. If she's rich, you can What's the problem? If she's rich, she has plenty of assets. You could take something from her. Only if she's poor, you can't. Why? Because Rabbi Yehuda says, not even from a rich woman, he doesn't darshan time of the crop. According to Rabbi Shimon, he does, and therefore it only applies to a uh, poor, only applies to a poor, uh, a poor widow. The Gemara then goes, maybe there's an opposite context, because if you look in uh, another, the other context, this is from Misecha Sanhedrin, the Gemara says, how many wives is a king allowed to have? The Torah says, not too many. Below yar below nashim. Rabbi Yehuda says, nah, he can have as many wives as he wants, as long as they don't turn away his heart. As long as they don't turn away his heart, he can have as many wives as he wants. So Rabbi Yehuda seems there to be darshina time of the crop. Here, he says, by a widow, even a rich widow, you can't take a security, which means he doesn't darshan the reason for mitzvahs. And over there he does, because he allows as many wives as a king wants. And Rabbi Shimon says, no, no, no. No, no, you can't have any. You can't, you can't have any if they turn his heart. It means even if they're beautiful, wonderful, tzaddik, tzaddikot, right? Up till, up till a certain amount. 18, the, yeah, the Gemara says. But the Gemara goes into maybe Rabbi Yehuda also fundamentally is not the Rashina time of the crop. But the problem here, the difference here is that the Torah says the reason. The Torah says the reason. Lo yar belo so they, they, they don't uh, turn away his heart. Okay, so that's the, uh, Rabbi Yehuda would agree to Rabbi Shimon that we do darshan reasons for mitzvahs if the Torah itself says the reason. But if the Torah doesn't say the reason, then lo darshan and time the crop. Fine, this is all background to our question. The question is that there seem to be other mitzvahs where, so to speak, reasons are used, even though, generally, you know, we pass in like Reb Shimon. And lo darshan and time, oh, or even if uh, we pass in like Reb Shimon, darshan and time the crop, or Reb Yehuda, lo darshan and time the crop, even if we pass in like Reb Yehuda, doesn't say the reason in the Torah, or the Gemara doesn't limit these, these sugyas to Rabbi Shimon. doesn't limit these sugyas. So it sounds like these are, are lakulei alma. So for example, Gemara in Nidarim Adaf Ayin Gimel. Gemara in Nidarim. Again, this is a, a, a halacha on a daraisa level. Right? The Gemara says that a husband has the power to uh, be made for the, the, the dharma of a wife. Right? That's the Nidre Ishto. Right, a husband, if a wife makes a neder, that has to do with the husband or has to do with uh, personal suffering. So he's allowed to be mefer and get rid of his wife's nedar. Uh, what happens, what happens, says the uh, Gemara in Nedarim, what happens, what if they're, before they're officially married? 
They're not officially married yet. And Arusa needs both, has the husband and the father. But the Gemara says, What if you have a girl who's supposed to be married, right, but not married yet, and the husband's already supporting her? The future husband is supporting her. He can already be made for the Nadarim. And the Chalm say, no. So what's the reason for Rabbi Eliezer? Why does Rabbi Eliezer say that? Nadarim, he can be made for even before marriage. As long as he's already supporting her and he's supposed to be married to her. Says the Gemara, Kol al-das Whoever makes a Nadar is, has her, her husband in mind that he's going to be happy with this. So here, even if though they're not technically married, you know, they're going to be married. And therefore, uh, it's enough to give him power to uh, be made for the Nadarim. But what do you mean? How could you just say? It's based on the Svara. It's based on the reason. Well, anyway, she, she always has his, him in mind. But what do you mean? They're not married. So how could that, how far does the Nadarim work? Number one. Or, number two, very famous one, Prisbal. Prisbal, right? The halachic mechanism of Hillel, going back generations, that allows uh, one to collect their debts after Shemitah. Right? Prisbal ain't a mishamit. Ze'echem and advarim she'eskin or Hillel azakin. One of the things that Hillel was basakin. Why? Kishara she'nimnu ha'mil ha'vol ze'ezeh. Why did Hillel make this uh, Prisbal mechanism? Because he saw people stop lending money. For a year, a year or two before Shemitah, people would not lend money. And it was terrible for the poor because they wouldn't get any loans. Hillel saw this and says, you know what? The Torah has this very high standard, this very high ideal of chesed that's required, right? Forgiving, I lend you a million shekel, so I should get it back. The Torah says, don't collect it. Don't collect it? How can I do that? That's an unbelievably high standard of chesed. But Hillel saw that people weren't doing the basic level of chesed. They weren't lending money because they were nervous that they weren't going to get it back. So you know what Hillel did? He made a prisbol that then allowed people to start lending money again. Right? It was as if Bezin's collecting the loan. But that's what Hillel did because he said that this can't go on. People aren't lending money. So this way, he created a system that people can lend money. And they were violating the Israel and the Torah. He shamer lecha pen yedavarim levav chabilial hiskin hillel prusbal. The Gemara in Gittin daflamet vav quotes a machlokes amoraim whether prusbal is a great idea or whether prusbal is a terrible idea. Right? Gemara Shmuel says high prusbala ul benadadainehi. This is an embarrassment of the judges. The prusbal. They're going against what the uh, the Torah says that there's no collecting, no collecting. And Rav Nachman says, Rav Nachman says this is unbelievable, right? And obviously Hillel thought that way. But again, the question is, how did Hillel do this? The Torah says don't collect. So he created this halachic mechanism that works that says that allows for collection. Why? Because he saw they weren't doing the basic chesed. So he said the ideal chesed that the Torah wishes for is great, but. If they're not doing the basic chesed, so that it's it's better if uh, if they're doing that. So therefore, he readjusted things and was able to catch the basic chesed. But question, isn't that darshin in time at the Krah? The Torah says, don't collect loans. So he was darshin, and he said, oh, this is a high level of chesed, so I have to get back to the basic level of chesed. So why isn't that an example of darshin in time at the Krah, and therefore, uh, it's it shouldn't be, you know, you shouldn't act upon it. 
So that's question two. So but you have it by Nadarim, and, and you have it by Shmita. Uh, we'll have uh, we'll have one more. And this is uh, also Shmita related by some of the Achronim. Right? We know there's an Isser Avodazar Davchaf. The Isser called Losachanim. Losachanim. The Gemara has three different Limudim. Uh, what does Losachanim teach me? One of them is I'm not allowed to give a foothold to a non-Jew in Eretz Yisrael. Not let us sell him land. I can't give him a chanoya. I can't give him an encampment. I can't let him have a piece of uh, Eretz Yisrael. Right? And that is, um, that is an iser, pashtus uh, da'araisa. Right? And that's what the Chazonish writes in Shvius, in Chav Dalad Dalad. Chanoya bakarka, hametzius shel ovde avodezara, al admas Yisrael, bekinyin, sanui lufnei hamakom. Right, the Metzius of idolaters on the land of Israel, the special land that of Akadosh Baruch Hu, that's hated in front of Hashem. It's terrible. But if we don't have a choice, we don't have a choice. But to sell it to them, v'chol shekana karka v'hishalo hari oved avodah zara shal al karka haaretz l'fiicha chaimakom lahati limkar lanachri b'shalafkir kedush hashvias. That's what the Chazurish right was against. What's called the hetemachira. The other Rabbah iser shvias duravada. Even if it's duravada, we're going to say you can't do it. Fine. But some Achronim, the Yeshuos Malko, one of the Achronim, said, no, there's no Losachanim here. Why isn't there Losachanim? Because Losachanim is about not giving a foothold to the non-Jews in Eretz Yisrael. But what happens if you have a reality that if you sell it to them, that will allow the Jews, the Jews to have a greater foothold in Eretz Yisrael. And if you don't sell it to them, then they're just going to take over. And they're just going to, you know, you're, you're not working your field. So they're just going to take over the, the end of the 1900s, right? That, that would, but in the days of Hetemachi, right? If you, if you wouldn't sell the land and allow the Jews to work there, so then it's just going to be fallow. The Arabs are going to come and just take over the land. So selling the land to them will allow the Jews to keep their foothold in Eretz Yisrael. Says the Yeshua's Malko, there's no low Sachanim there. Just the opposite. Shetov, this is Yeridea, Simenun Hei. Tov lahatir limkar lanachri, v'yavah bisha'asar litein v'limkar karka meretz Yisrael, kivachu l'tov asayishuv, pshita, de'ein kan iser lo sachanim. So another example, what do you mean the Torah says lo sachanim? You can't do it. With darshining time into cry, it's all about giving him a foothold. So, how did Hillel do it? How did, uh, how would any of the postcards say about hetemachira uh, v'chulo? So it says, Say the Achronim, Rav Asher Weiss has this clearly in, in Bamidbar, um, on page Reis Sadi Gimel. There's a difference between a reason for a mitzvah and a definition of a mitzvah. Sometimes it's not so clear. Sometimes you have to know. Some people might think certain things are reasons or definitions, and other people might say there are reasons. Uh, but that's what's going on here. It's not that the reason for Lo Sachanim is that, you know, you don't want to give a guy a foothold. That is the essence of the Isser. The essence of the Isser is don't give a Goya foothold in Eretz Yisrael. One application of that is the Isser of selling. But another application might be not selling. Right? So, or, Shmit Prusbal. The, the point of Prusbal, according to Hillel, Hillel understood that as, uh, try to do a chesed with your friend regarding Shemitah. That's the halacha. That's the mitzvah. That's the essence of the mitzvah. But if there's a situation where not collecting the loan will create a catastrophe and not give any loans to any people who need it, then the Torah would want you to do this. 
Not a, a reason for the mitzvah, but that's the essence of the mitzvah. That's the mahus v'hagdara shel mitzvah, and not just the reason for the mitzvah. So that's prusbo, and that's nedarim, right? And that's other uh, examples as well. We discussed this even a couple of days ago, when we discussed chalitza. When we discussed chalitza a couple of days ago, where we discussed whether chalitza is a matir, is a mitzvah, right? If the husband and wife, he's 100, she's 98, they have no plans of getting remarried or having children or anything, do they have to do chalitza? Or they just wait it out, wait it out till 120. They have no plans. So that was a machlokas achronim we saw. We saw some that said, the Sefer Akovitz in the back of the Rambam said that, no, of course, chalitza is like any other mitzvah, like lulav, like chofer, you got to do it. And the first chacham Svi said, of course not. The Chacham Svi says the purpose of Chalitza is to allow her to get remarried. If she has no plans to get remarried, she doesn't have to do it. How could the Chacham Svi say that? Isn't that Darshin and time to crow? Isn't that Darshaning reasons for mitzvos? And the answer is no. The Chacham Svi obviously feels Chalitza isn't it's not the, the, the reason for Chalitza. That's the essence of Chalitza. That's what Chalitza is about. Chalitza is about matir. Right, that's what uh, the whole the whole purpose is. Right, and there are many other examples of this ear miklat, ear miklat. Right, uh, whether it's uh, um, a person has to run there either for kapara to uh, help him get kapara to go into galus, or is it hatsala to protect him from uh, relatives? Right, what if the person who who was killed by accident has no relative, zero? Does he still have to go to the ear miklat? So you might say, oh, if it's kapara, yes. If it's hatsala, no. What do you mean? How can you darshan time at time at the crowd? So again, that might be another example that uh, it's, this is about the, the essence of the halacha, not about the reason for the halacha. But that, that all comes from this line of the Gemara also, where the Gemara tries to darshan uh, relating to the halacha of Evet Va'achla, Baal Yisrael, Havlad, Kasher. That would apply to not only the seven Umos, but all the other nations as well. Okay, we'll stop here on Yuvamis, Daf Chav Gimel.